0: Hey guys, hope you guys are having a great, a great, a great, magnificent, awesome, fantastic, whatever you want to label your day as today. I hope you're having a great day. Um, But anyways, today I'm going to be showcasing episode two of Creative Process. Today we have my buddy Houston on. Um, Currently he's a recruiting designer for the University of North Texas football team. Um, Dive into this one. Episode two is a great one. You learn a lot about um, collegiate athletics and working for a collegiate program um if you're into that um i loved having houston on he's a great uh he's great at truly explaining what he wants to um talk about going into some decent depth um as well as getting to learn a little bit about who he is um and everything like that so Sit down, relax, and enjoy episode two of Creative Process. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody, welcome everybody, um, to episode two of Creative Process. Um, Today, obviously, you could see that I have my good friend Houston on here, um, all the way from, where is North Texas? Where's the university Station?
1: It's like half an hour outside of Dallas.
0: Okay, okay. I I, I didn't know where that was from, for some reason.
1: Yeah, no. well, I'm actually in Houston right now. Okay. Uh, really easy to remember.
0: You're you're in you're in Houston.
1: Yeah, no, no, no I'm from Houston originally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents were real creative.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Hey, Houston's a dope name, though. It's, Thank it's, you. It's, it's very unique. Very unique. I gotta say that right away. Um, Appreciate I'm, it. I'm pulling up our Discord chat because. I don't want to ruin it for the uh, the stream here, just so I know what we kind mm-hmm. of went over and everything. Um, but anyways, yeah. So for the people in here that do not know who you are, um, why don't you give a little introduction about you? Um, tell the people what you do, um, and we'll go from there.
1: All right. Uh, hey, y'all. I'm Houston Mark. I am currently a 19-year-old incoming sophomore at the University of North Texas. I'm majoring in communication design, which is basically just graphic design. Um, and I'm a recruiting designer for UNT football, as well as a freelance identity designer for whatever,
0: (laughs) for whatever, whatever, whatever freelance clients come your way, right? Yeah, pretty much.
1: (laughs) Whoever needs the logo. I got it.
0: Yeah. Um, so a big thing that I asked, um, the last guest, Holly, I don't know if you watched the last episode, probably not because I did not even upload it on YouTube. I just remembered or Spotify. So that's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I talked about right away. I asked her why she does what she, she does. Cause I know, I know graphic design is a very niche place to be, um, as a career path. Not many people think about it as a career path. I mean, maybe now, but. Not many people, you know, randomly think, hey, you know what? I want to be a graphic designer. So what kind of made you do um, what you're doing now? Well,
1: okay. So so I think I have a weirder path than a lot of other people who have, like, my position as, like, a recruiting designer or as just, like, a normal social designer or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I originally got into it on, like, the logo and uniform side of things. Um, as a kid, I was just always really enamored with uh, sports logos, sports identity, stuff like that. I was really interested in like the visual elements of of sport, and um, so I posted a bunch of concepts on uh, the Chris Creamer boards. I don't know if you know if you know those, and um, so that kind of led me down the path of just trying to get really good at just like identity design and like logo design, and eventually type and everything like that, mm-hmm. and distinct. Um, As I could, you know, I was like, well, you know, at some point I have to learn Photoshop, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I don't know, maybe about three years ago, I started messing around in it, and um, I just saw that there was an opening at UNT, like as I was as I was applying to school there, um, like their chief of staff tw- or like tweeted, you know, like we need a student graphic designer, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Let me apply this knowledge that I've had like for the last couple of years into uh, just doing whatever they need me to. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I've kind of gotten into recruiting design and just general graphic Mm designs.
0: So for the people that don't, I mean, you could, they could probably think about it, but I know when I was first getting into like sports design and everything, I didn't realize, well, I guess with the bigger schools, um, they would have this. This is a no brainer, but like, I didn't realize that different sports had potentially different creative departments that were behind them or like creative staff mm-hmm. potentially. Like yeah. you said, you're a recruit a crew, recruiting designer. Sorry. It took me a little bit to spit yeah. that word out. Um, so what does your kind of like um, your workload consist of? Like what, what type of, of stuff do you do? Do, you do on a daily basis? It um, uh, depends. Kind of look like it
1: depends on the day depends on the month uh, depends on, you know what they need me to. Um, you know, as a recruiting designer, I don't do anything on the main accounts, uh, you know, and so I'm pretty much just doing doing everything specifically to get guys to come to North Texas mm-hmm. for football. Um, and so it depends, you know, a lot of it is ideation. A lot of it's just going through either like Pinterest or like Twitter or like Google, image, Google <laughs> Images and just and – just, you know, finding cool stuff to to kind of think about, or just going about my life and thinking about, well, how can I incorporate this into into recruiting design? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, a lot of it is just messing around in Photoshop, and even more of that is is just cutouts. Just so many cutouts, man.
0: <laughs> and like swaps and everything, you're probably just burnt oh, out
1: man i was so tired last year cuz uh covid we didn't have any we didn't have any photos of guys so um i had to do a bunch of head swaps and because i'm i'm a real stickler for lighting if you go look at my stuff i i try to try to be as accurate as i possibly can it's really annoying when a guy is in like i don't know like some i, I don't know he's just outside and and there's just this ambient light everywhere and the exposure is dialed up to like a million and you have to put that on like a studio shot of a football player. It's, mm-hmm. mm, uh.
0: <laughs> you gotta like create Not the it. own create create the studio lighting on them over the top yeah, of it's... their janky ass exposed exposed photo for photograph that they have and everything. Yeah. Oh. I I guess in a sense, when like North Texas gets a guy, you're like, dang, I kind of had a hand in that, you know? Oh man. <laughs> or does it even feel like it? Well, the thing is like, okay, so
1: I've had this discussion too many times with too many people and I'm not, I'm not going to have it here Um, because I feel like I'm going to get flamed, but uh, you know, I feel like on some level, like recruiting design is, is, I don't know if it's, if it's like, I feel like it's a necessary part of part of like the sports landscape Mm -hmm. on some level, you know, because I think it's a good way for coaches to interact with kids and just be like, Hey, here's a thing we made for you. And just to let you know, like this is, this is like how we think of you as an individual. And so if you create personalized recruiting content, I feel like that, that helps develop that relationship. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, a kid's not going to come to school because of my graphic, you know, like if I make a really cool photo, it's like, okay cool but what are your facilities what is your play style you know what is my relationship with the coaches um so it's a bit of like yes and no where i'm like oh man yeah cool i made stuff for that kid i'm sure i'm sure he really appreciates it and also like i don't know how much my stuff really mattered to him you know yeah
0: that makes sense i i can get i can get how that feels but like um I guess with like NIL and everything now, I guess would it have a little bit more impact in it, or do your players like get approached like that stuff? I guess, I guess North Texas isn't really like SEC, you know, like big schools with like well, big caliber D one guys. You know, the thing is, like these
1: kids are still getting deals and stuff, but the but the main thing is, I can't work on any of that. No NCAA employee can work on that. That means if you work at if you work for the University of like north texas if you work for the university of like florida if you work for texas a&m if you work for whoever Mm. if you work for the collegiate athletic department you cannot do any designs or any graphics or any videos or any promotional things for nil because that is facilitating uh that is facilitating a deal through uh university channels which is like the only thing that you can't do um, as far as NIL goes.
0: That's really confusing. Yeah. Like that, hearing (laughs) that like, isn't, I mean, the players already for you, for your university, right? So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: they're going to be playing for your university while getting a brand deal representing your university and the brand. So I don't know how, you know, I don't know why. Because
1: so, so the specific like wording is like schools can't, uh, schools can't like facilitate uh, the, the any sponsorship or NIL um, contracts or um, do any of the promotion themselves because if they did, that would I don't know somehow uh, lack- imply a lack of yeah. parity or yeah. something. And so, a booster can go to a kid and be like, "Hey, you know, if you want to be in a." Car commercial or whatever if you want to like do some like sponsorship event or something you can do that but it can't be through university officials and it can't be through university channels
0: okay that makes more sense so for you as a as a designer for north texas could you yeah. do graphics for a kid that is playing for like clemson or something and it's not related you to know texas
1: I don't like, want to test. Like, them. As think, like as a
0: freelance, well, like as a private I contractor. Think,
1: well, I think part of it is like, I don't know. I don't like. I feel like my boss would be mad at me. You know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it'd just be like, why are you doing something for for a kid who's not even go to our school? You know. So, um,
0: I, I guess it would make sense if like you had your own independent business around design. Like if yeah. you had Houston Mark. LLC, you know, centered around freelance design and everything, and then you got hired by an agency to do work for this certain player. Maybe that would be allowed.
1: Yeah, no, I I know a couple, I know a couple of people who do that. Like, um, Anthony gets, for example, works with J1S, which is a creative agency that does stuff for, uh, Georgia tech, I think, and and a couple of other schools. And, um, you know, I'm sure he could do NIL stuff. Because he's not directly affiliated with the university. He's just going through the agency to do stuff for yeah. those universities.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. I guess in a way it all depends who you're employed by and everything like that. So oh, that, yeah. that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I guess outside of North Texas, um, I stated earlier, I sent you a message that I watch a guy called, It's I think it's a good game, bro, but that sounds kind of yep. weird to call him that. But So GGB. <laughs> Um, anyway, yep. for the people that don't know, GGB is like a sports video game YouTuber, pretty much. I guess that's probably the or content creator. It's probably the best way I can put it. And yep. I randomly saw it's it's Cascade Valley, right? That's his yeah Cascade career Valley. Thing. And I randomly saw Houston get shot out in his video, and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I had to sit back. I was like, wait, you did all the work. So, for instance, for the people, I guess this going on this going on youtube i will cut this put in some images i forgot to put images um just so people can see what the work you did um and also the links to the probably the he'll probably have a playlist on his channel so i'll link it down below as well so people can go see um but kind of where i guess detail that i guess not really detailed but talk about how that whole process was
1: all right so for those who don't know um there is a project um just made by dudes (laughs) Um, uh, called College Football Revamped. It is a complete, uh, you know, from-the-ground-up redo of NCAA 14 uh, with, like, new logos, uh, new uniforms, new textures, uh, just an entire, like, visual overhaul. And we did a couple of cool things. There's, like, an external playoff tool that you can use. There's a really cool modding community that has... Done a lot of gameplay tweaks that allow the game to be a lot more realistic and everything. And um, it branched off from an original project called uh, the College Football Mod uh, for like Madden 19 and 20 on PC.
0: Yep.
1: And we were able to start editing NCAA 14, and you know that's that's what we did. Um, and so I worked on those projects. And then I started working on uh, CFBR. And I'm kind of the guy that can get all of the fonts. Like, like I'm just really good at... I, I don't know if I can say this on air. I'm really good at, like, ripping fonts.
0: <laughs> you kind of... You cut out a little bit. Or a lot of it.
1: Okay, I'm back. You are back. All, all righty, that was that was something. Laptop blue screen. Love to see it. Yeah, no worries. Um, um
0: so well, I'll cut all that out. No worries. I explained to okay, the Twitch okay, crowd cool. what happened. Um, everything blue screened. Um, big big greasy zero seven on Twitch says Houston with a love emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know who big greasy zero seven is, um, but anyways, you were saying you. We we left off at you saying oh, yeah. that you're, really good, yeah, you're yeah, really, good really good at ripping fonts, yeah, and you're really good at
1: ripping fonts, <laughs> really good at really good at uh, you know working on logos, really good at uh, you know recreating uniforms and stuff and and uniform templates specifically, um, and so you know that was kind of my role in CFBR, as well as doing a couple of um, uh, like I don't know like menu screen logos and stuff. Uh, I was kind of in charge of that as well, mm-hmm. and so because of that, and because everybody kind of knew me already as like a guy who just really likes doing logos and stuff, um, Good Game Bro actually approached CFBR, not me specifically, and he was like, "Yo, uh, I was wondering if I if y'all would make like a like a team for me for NCAA 14. I'm gonna do like a CFBR series, and uh." it kind of just got sent my way and um, I'm doing a couple of things for some other people, which I'm not going to talk about, but uh good game, bro's not the only one, uh, but I had the opportunity to work with him and kind of like hear what he wanted and, and everything like that. But I had a lot of creative freedom to go in the ways I wanted uh, really just create, the entire brand from the ground up basically it was really cool uh really fun experience and uh it was really nice to see that it that you know getting recognized uh uh you know i, I spent a lot of time on that so um, yeah
0: it's it, i mean it, it turned out fantastic i mean from a viewer's standpoint like looking at how all the assets like the field the uniforms the logo itself like all that stuff kind of meshes together really well and granted the visual is one thing but the way ggb kind of plays off the brand in a whole as well that that helps Mm -hmm. it that elevates it so much oh for sure so that whole project that whole project like i think you you nailed it right on the head so i think you did a really good job thank you um do you think do you think – sorry, I'm just going back into the chat here. Um, yeah. Do you think that we're going to get – I mean, well, there was this announcement that there was going to be another college football game, right? Yes. EA Sports is doing that? Yep, 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 yep. yep. So now with like NIL and everything, you would think there's like updated rosters and the schools are oh, going, to no. be getting a, going to be getting a check from that, right? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Not a good question. So that means uh, – EA, EA is going to pay all those
1: players, even if it's just a copy of the game or something. Uh and I bet you that there's going to be an active athlete on the cover for oh, sure. Yeah. No there's got to be. I have no idea who's a, who it's going to be who who's like a really good incoming freshman this year. When is it I when is know. it coming out? Uh 2023.
0: Also two years. Is,
1: yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to be in senior year of college. Or Jeez.
0: maybe or maybe since since it's like the first college game since like 9 it 9 years it'll be since the last yeah. college game so like maybe they do like a compilation like cover of like all the
1: see i've i've seen stuff like that i've seen i've seen really cool like photos and stuff of uh, like mockups of people doing that and mm. honestly that'd be really cool yeah. that'd be really cool
0: like stick Trevor Lawrence on there like i mean he's yeah. got to be on there right <laughs> Johnny Manziel got to be on yeah, there yeah Johnny Manziel Johnny Manziel fucking Oh wait, Tim Tebow was on what? Twelve.
1: Tim Tebow was on eleven. Mark Ingram was on twelve.
0: Who was on fourteen RG... again?
1: Uh, Denard Robinson.
0: Oh shit! Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think I think it'd go like, Manziel, Mariota, Lamar Jackson.
0: Um, Trevor Lawrence got to be. Trevor Lawrence got to be. Maybe toss a running back or a receiver in there. Joe Burrow. Oh, they might as well just do all quarterbacks, right?
1: Um, I'm trying to think of who else. who Who is, like, really dynamic? Um, Jonathan Taylor?
0: Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's just because I'm from Wisconsin. I'm a little biased. Okay, okay. A <laughs> bit, of, bit of a homer, I see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just – I'm super hyped for it because – so the crazy thing is, is, like, I have NCAA 14, but it was on a PS3, right? So – Yeah. Yeah. I that is at like my grandparents cabin which I don't have it anymore. So like whenever I go there, like when we're not on the lake, I'm downstairs playing NCA 14 like every oh, yeah. single every single chance I get. It's just even like now like playing it, I don't even care if the graphics are horrible. It's just the game is just so fun. Oh no, no, it's it's
1: it's a really 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 fun, really deep game and I'm really excited to see what they got cooking in store for this mm-hmm. for the next installment, especially because we got a couple of guys from the mod team, uh, a couple of guys from CFBR that are working on it. Yeah, um, which I think is just really cool. I love the idea of you know community and fan involvement and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I and I think it's great that they're taking it to heart.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say college football is more gets people amped up gets the fans amped up more than nfl football does
1: oh it's not even a question dude i i've had this conversation so many times too or just like i don't know the nfl feels so corporate maybe it's because i'm like from houston and um a lot of my experience with nfl football is through the texans <laughs> which is just like it's the worst experience you know <laughs> uh of NFL football because nobody cares. Like why like if I if I'm a fan of, of like if I'm a fan of freaking anywhere why am I why am I going to like be engaged with the Texans brand? You know, it feels very bland, it feels very whatever and now there's a bunch of controversy and crap around it, so it's like it, like no, you know, this is yeah. not something that I want to invest my time and energy into caring about, you know, um, especially when I've heard stuff about the Oilers and how the Oilers in Houston for a long time, you know, had the atmosphere of a college football team, mm-hmm. you know, it was a very community driven environment. It was very, you know, fan oriented in, t- in terms of, in terms of like, you know, the fan base itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Bud Adams took it away, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and and especially like all the all the stuff now, and it's just it it feels so it feels so devoid of like personality in comparison to college football. College football is. You know, oh, so I, much more. I feel more like I feel like college.
0: Fo- I feel like college football is a little bit more relatable to people as well. You know, like NFL yeah. football, like college football. There, it's not a job, right? NFL football is solely for entertainment purposes. Well, I guess, yeah. you know, and like they're getting paid like entertainers, and like it's their job to entertain rather than in college football. Granted, it is their job to entertain, probably a little bit more now than ever because yeah. of NIL. But like, the people watching the game, like. I th- I think people put NFL players and and I guess professional athletes in a in a hole on a pedestal, you know. Yeah. And it's like, like shit. The people watching it, watching college football, you could be like, yeah, that's my buddy, like playing wide receiver down on the field. Whereas the oh NFL, yeah, yeah. To where in the NFL, it's like, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of about fifty percent of these guys, and you know, it's like I can't really relate to them. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's a lot more direct investment too. I've, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you go to a school with these people or you've gone to a school with mm-hmm. these people, you know? And so in some essence, you've had at least some shared experience and they're representing like the place that you went to college. Yeah, so you take a lot of pride mm-hmm. in that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know, man. Uh, what, what, what does anybody outside of like J.J. Watt you know (laughs) done (laughs) for Houston you know what do you mean people haven't but
0: what do you mean where's where's Deshaun Watson and uh I I ain't gonna
1: include him right now not not right now DeAndre Hopkins uh hop has gone yeah but he did a lot for Houston (laughs) yeah no that's true that's true no like D hop has gone Watt's gone Watson's in a a whole mess right now I don't even want to touch that
0: they gotta they gotta trade him
1: they got to they gotta release some shit, man. I don't
0: know. They got to do something. They got to get the mm-hmm. most out of that situation. Bro, like, oh, I'm not even going to get into quarterback controversy because the Packers <laughs> have dealt with it for the last fucking six months. I'm, I'm done with it. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. can, he can leave next year. I don't know. He may be the MVP, reigning MVP, but, oh, he just, he's a diva, man.
1: I don't know about that. I think he just wants I- – I think he just sees what other people are getting, and he's like, well, I want some of that. You know, he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's not even a question, if not the best he was, quarterback in the league. He was offered a two-year extension to make him the highest-paid QB ever. It's not about the money. It's <laughs> not about the money. It's about the personnel. And yeah, and true. he sees that he has no personnel control, and he sees that Brady and, Fern, like, who else? You know, uh, Drew Brees probably had some input on personnel for a while. You know, or, like, Sean Payton, like, kept him happy and like (laughs) like wanting to play for the team you know um I mean they got Randall um, Cobb
0: this offseason they they did no 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 no. I
1: think that's part of it that's part of it it's part of the 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 mending of the
0: rift kind of deal that's true that's true I mean the interview the interview that he had kind of cleared it up a little bit I don't know if you watched it Mm. um but basically
1: like a Pat McAfee thing but
0: yeah, um, that's that's ma- the majority of what I'm going off of here too. I saw that on YouTube as well. Um, but basically, Rodgers was like mad that the like the the veterans and like the people who were in the locker room that were like doing a lot for the players, like being the being those like minds and those personalities in the locker room to keep the team together, when mm-hmm. they got either like traded away or released or you know this side or the other thing, they didn't get treated well as like as they should have and when coming from that point of view i can see his i can see the frustration there like 100%. You have teams that you yeah. have guys that meant a lot to the team, did a lot for the team. Um and if they wanted to leave, yeah, they 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 you know, that's one thing. But like treating them like shit when they wanted to leave or when you are like not resigning them and everything even though like they did so much for the team, i do understand that that side of things. Yeah. But i don't know. I think I think I just have a disconnect with with this because I've still viewed it as a job and it's like the guys paying you, you know, the guys paying Rodgers, the guys paying Aaron Jones, you know, everything they have the ultimate say and if you're employed by them, yes, you can make a you can make a case against it, but like holding out contract talks and everything. Like, if you're holding out contract talks just to prove a point, like, shit, it was a second to where I think I think the owner should have been like, yo, this is what we're offering you. You don't like it, you can leave, you know?
1: Well, that's the thing. That Packers don't have an owner, but. Yeah, they they don't.
0: You're right. You're right, they don't. But, like, still, like, the people, like, the big guys making the shots, you know? Like, yeah, yeah offer, o- offer, him, offer him what, like, they offered him, you know, to make him the highest paid QB, and I mean, I, I think it. I think it's good on Rogers' side that he called out the Packers organization for treating those people like that because that's the only way change is going to happen, right? So yeah. All in all, I think the situation is still like really tense, but he's on the team for this year. I can't really say much about next year because he'll probably leave in free agency. Same with yeah, um. Devonte adams which is unfortunate but i think i think as a packer fan this is the year we have to make a run and we've been saying that for the past like five years it seems like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah this is um uh you know i, I grew up a lions fan because i really like calvin johnson and i really like their identity i just loved I, I just loved the look of the lions in 2009 i was like you know what this is gonna be my team because i mean shit the texans sucked um, so I, so I followed the NFC North for quite a while and, um, man, I, I just think it's funny, you know, I, I, I find so it's like a, it's like a very strange comedic premise that the Packers can just keep doing this and, and like, like it's the same shit every year. And then everybody's like, oh, man, you know, the Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. And and it's just the same thing that happens over and over and over again.
0: <laughs> you're just calling me out right here, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Yep, <laughs> no, it's the same shit over and over and and nothing changes. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh, man, now this is it. This is the year. It's like Cowboys fans, except the ceiling is a little bit higher, you know. So instead of going eight and eight, you're like – get to the divisional or conference championship ground and lose to like friggin' Atlanta or something. Yeah, that's true.
0: But like, you got to think of it like, like now, like last year was, we had a really good chance. Right. And we just couldn't yeah. put, we just couldn't put shit together. Like Devonte Adams was the best receiver in the league. Fucking Rogers won the MVP. Aaron Jones yeah. had a little bit of an off season, but like, you know, like, and we it looks like we're making moves in the offseason now or did make moves in the offseason to kind of solidify those key guys and it's just like like now we literally have one year left before the accent, before the reigning MVP and probably a second like close second runner to the MVP other than Brady Devontae Adams yeah. are gonna leave you know so like this year is really crunch time like yes I could say like oh last year was the time you know I could say that but like <laughs> this year's really crunch time. Um Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Um I mean we we've strayed away from, from design as a topic, which uh, is okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it, it's okay. I wanted to I wanted to get into this because I like I like talking to people that are into the NFL and everything. Um especially into yeah. football. I think I think football gets a little overlooked um sometimes. You know what really gets overlooked? What? Baseball.
1: Sorry, I had to get real close to the mic there. Yeah. I am a huge freaking Astros fan. Uh oh! Astros fan. yeah.
0: Oh, you gotta love uh, the Astros.
1: Oh my god, you gotta man. Like I don't know any other team that can go up eight eight to eight to three and lose a baseball game. You know that that's that's impressive. I've seen teams go up seven to two and lose a baseball game. Yankees, <laughs> sorry. Uh um uh, but but eight to three. Eight to three is special,
0: you know? Um I'm not a huge I don't really follow baseball as big as I used to. The Milwaukee no. like Milwaukee, they're just not they don't do it for me. Like their rebrand this year, that that got me a little interested. Their oh, yeah, no, their creative no. direction, everything that got me interested a little bit. Crap, I forgot who did that.
1: Um I'm really big into like knowing who did logos for teams and stuff. Like I know Brian Gundell. I've had a couple of conversations with him. He did the Padres rebrand. Yeah. He's done he like, really, gorgeous. really good.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, man. I love that. I love that. Uh, brand. I'm um, trying to think of who did the Brewers. Um, I saw it on Behance a handful and look. of times. I'll have to go back and look because it, it's one of my favorites as well. Like
0: like, um, like like the logo itself. Like they took a classic, like they took the classic love logo, and yeah. like made it a staple and threw away all that dumbass like wheat, you know, barley. Okay. Modern okay. brewers feel. I love.
1: I loved that. I loved that set minus the Times New Roman font.
0: Mm-hmm. I Hundred percent.
1: I I thought it was. I loved the whole like the the navy and athletic gold. Taking it from uh, the Radem look of 97 to 99 and just being like, you know what? Screw that. We're going to go in this very kind of like, like fancy script, you know, craft beer looking direction, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and this feels, this feels like a, like a solid mix of like, like kind of like an industrial block and like, and kind of like this modern, you know, brewery aesthetic. Um, so to speak. I I think this new brewer's brand is, is really solid and and kind of like meshing all of those elements together.
0: I think they just took a notice and were like, "Like, hey, this logo is probably the best like look that we've had ever with the glove logo and everything." Like, yeah. And so they're like, hey, let's capitalize on that. The fans love it. Like they're they're alternates before they fully rebrand what was you know that classic. Yeah, no, no, no. Them logo. so
1: it's like them and the Padres had identity crises. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, what do we do? Do we go with the brown and yellow, or like, do we go with our current look for the Padres mm-hmm. and for the Brewers? It was like, okay, we have the ball and glove. We have this royal and athletic gold, or do we stay with the navy and old gold? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think they did a really good job of just picking the best elements out of each set uh, and and creating a really solid look,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, both of them. Yeah, for sure. The Padres definitely take the cake on it, though. The Padres Mm -hmm. have, I think, have the best branding in MLB. No no question about it. I think just the like you never see that deep of a brown and gold used ever. And they make it work so well. Don't oh, they use no, like I'm a sure. don't they use like a tan as well? Uh, they I use it on
1: the away. I am personally okay, this is this is my hottest take. I think every baseball game should be color v. I think any sports game, like any, any athletic event should be color v color unless one unless the away team's color contrasts with the home team in which they in which case the home team wears color and the away team wears white. Mm-hmm. And I think that would benefit baseball because the Padres brown jerseys are the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Um, those those are some of my favorites.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I pulled up an image and I'm looking at it right now, like their full uniform set because they have their mm-hmm. their three unis here with Tatis, Machado, and is that Hosmer? It is Hosmer. Um, I honestly think so. They do use a tan. I forgot that they didn't use that they used a tan, like a. Um, and they have a full tan with pinstripes. I've never seen that yeah. one
1: before. Yeah, the, the tan with pinstripes is their away. And their white with is...
0: pinstripes is their what, alternate then?
1: The white with pinstripes is the home, I think.
0: And then their, their brown is their like, third. The brown is the alternate. Yeah, it is. The only, the only time I would want them to go back in time is the Tony Gwynn Padres with the orange and the blue. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, that ninety eight seven bad yeah, for sure.
0: Not bad at all. But like their recent ones, like Adrian Gonzalez, Padres. No, throw that out the window. So happy that they rebranded away from that. Um, oh yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I don't. I, I think I think the Padres take the cake. I mean, the I need to look at the Brewers uniform maybe. <laughs>
1: uh, Brewers uniforms are pretty good. You know, I would I would put the Padres about the Brewers. Um, man, I'm trying to think. You know, I said hot take. Uh, I don't know if this is a hot take. I think the Padres have a really good look.
0: Yeah, I think they take um, they take
1: it away for sure. Let's see. Just pulling up sportslogos.net. Let's see what we got. Sportslogos.net.
0: Um, <laughs> or, you know, um, you know, what is probably one of the best throwbacks since we're talking sports unis and branding? The Mariners. Dude, this, is I, this is my wheelhouse. The Mariners with their old royal, like Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Sr with the old royal blue royal blue and the yellow uh
1: that that's a hot take i love the mariners current look i think it's one of the best in baseball i don't think they need to they don't need to go back to the they don't need to go back to the trident i was saying throwback
0: though i was saying throwback
1: clarendon or anything i i think it's a good throwback you know but i think they're their brand is good enough to where they don't need to throw back, really. That's true. Especially because have you watched the, the John Boyce series on the Mariners? No. Oh, dude. Uh, there's, a, there's a Dorktown, like three-hour epic on the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> um, and it just talks about how terrible the Mariners are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's one of the best things I've, I've seen in a long time. Uh, it's just really enjoyable to watch. And um the Mariners are the Mariners were just terrible before they switched to the before they just switched to the teal and navy. Um and I think on some level, you know, you have to recognize like no matter how good a look is, if your team is ass, like there's no reason. That's so true. Know?
0: That's so true. I don't know. Don't they have Corey Seeger? See, uh, this is how. This is how. No, that's that's the Dodgers. They yeah, they no, got Corey Seager though. The Dodgers got Corey Seager from them, did they?
1: Yeah. Um. They got Kyle Seager. Kyle
0: Seager, not Corey Seager.
1: They got Kyle Seager. Uh. They also got a couple of young guys. Uh. Jared Kalinick was supposed to come up in rec shop, and he's batting like one thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta love to see it. Oh my god. Damn. <laughs>
0: And they're yeah, still only like
1: seven games back of the AL West. It's mm-hmm. it's a tight division this year. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, we, we've got off topic. We talked about yep. talked about college football and your whole role in that. Talked about gotten into NFL, got into MOB. I feel like yep. we hit like I wanted to talk about sports since you directly work within sports, so that's good. We talked about yeah. the things I thought we were gonna talk about. Um, all in all, it was awesome having you on loved yeah, it of course. Um, I probably once that new game comes out which I don't maybe maybe if more details come out a little sooner I don't know if I'm going to be doing this podcast in 2023 um, <laughs> but once more details come out I would love since you're kind of on the end with the people that are working with that at least you know people that work with that um, yeah. you're going to be my connect for details on that for sure now that I know that because um, I am highly anticipating okay. that game <laughs> Um, all right cool but yeah yeah, thank you for coming on um i really enjoyed having you on um and yeah Yeah, enjoyed being on um guys if you want to follow houston on um his social medias obviously on the overlay right now um watching on twitch or youtube you will see his twitter is right below his face there um as well as all his links will be down in the description below so go follow and connect with this man as well as the good game bro kind of series that he put together with cascade valley so you can see all of the assets that houston has created for that so all that's below you want to connect with houston go for it he's a great guy you've obviously heard him talk here um so so yeah thank you guys for watching um and listening to episode two and we will see you guys next time